This episode of Making a Difference is brought to you by I am Gloria Frazier, and I have been your Georgia State Representative for House District 126 for over a decade. You have trusted me with this awesome responsibility since 2006, and I ask that you trust me once again with your vote in the general election on Tuesday, November the 6th. I could tell you about the various committees I have served on in the State House, or the recognition in the form of awards I have received. I would rather much talk about the importance of serving my community. Service that takes a shape in the form of a world-class cyber center and training facility here in Augusta, Georgia. $50 million have been allocated by the state in this facility, which will bring jobs and opportunities to Richmond County. Service that takes shape in the form of dedication to education and affordable health care. Service isn't just about buildings. It's about building up people whether it's a child in pre-K or a senior citizen. That's why it's so important that you vote for me in November. Involve yourself in the political process, not just when you vote, but also informing yourself about what's going on in your city, your state, and this country. I am grateful for your support in the primary and for the past 13 years. Now I'm asking you to continue your support by re-electing me, Gloria Frazier, as your Georgia State Representative for House District 126 paid for by the committee to re-elect Gloria Frazier. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you looking for affordable health care? Are you looking for a pharmacy that you can trust? Well, look no further than Medical Villa Pharmacy on 1520 Laney Walker Boulevard here in beautiful Augusta, Georgia. If you're listening to this podcast, I want to welcome you to a special series that we're naming a sisterhood of leadership. My name is Ken Macon, and I'm the host of Making a Difference. And I want to make something perfectly clear about a sisterhood of leadership. This series will highlight the achievements of political candidates and political incumbents. It is not designed to be divisive. It is not designed to indict one or the other. I'm talking about in terms of gender. It is to highlight just the exceptional ideologies, the exceptional community service, the exceptional sisterhood of these individuals. I can't wait for you guys to listen to the upcoming podcast, and I hope you all will take this and share it with your friends and your family. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to Making a Difference. Welcome to Making a Difference. I'm your host, Ken Macon. I'm here with... Someone who's like like a mom. She's a, a mother to the community. We're here um, really just to have a great conversation. Uh, and this uh, is actually a series that we're that we're starting. It's called A Sisterhood of Leadership. And I'm really glad to be starting this series with someone whom I tell you, I someone in the community whom I, I've looked at, who I've just appreciated the service that that she's provided. Someone who has believed in me. You know, just as a, an individual, a, a man, a journalist, all of these things. Just glad to have on the show with us today, State Representative Gloria Frazier. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, and thank you so much for having me. I just want to say, first of all, congratulations on your win in the primary election that uh, just took place a few weeks ago. Some people, you know, seem to have uh, seem to think that, that you've won, that you're just going to go ahead to the State House in, or back to the State House in January, but 
there is, in fact, an election in November. Talk about that. Yes, thank you. And I really appreciate all of my constituents in District 126 that came out and supported me in the primary. However, I do have opposition for the general election in November. So as you voted for me uh, on May 22nd, I need you to go out and vote one more time for me to return to the state capitol so I can continue the work that I've done for the last 12 years. Let's talk about that. 12 years is really a long time to be doing anything. But when you say that you spent the last 12 years, you know, in public office, in service to the community, talk about maybe some of the, the lessons, some of the, the things that you've learned during that time. Talk about maybe some of the most important lessons that you've learned. I'll say to you that I have truly grown in my time at the state capitol. Once you learn the process, the political process on how to get legislation passed, and uh, working with the, uh, your constituency and also working with the different parties, you learn the importance of why you are there. I know that I was called to do this and I appreciate what I've been able to accomplish. And one of the things that is most important there is relationships. You have to have and establish relationships with uh, with everyone there in order to get legislation passed. And one of the things that I focus on uh, time and time again is my seniors and also our children. And so that's why I focused a lot on education and making sure that our seniors are taken care of once they've done their time in the workforce. I wanna talk about something that, that you're really just really adept at doing and because you, you represent both Richmond County, uh, Augusta, Richmond County, and you also represent Burke County. You know, two there there are two different dynamics when you talk about Augusta is more of a, a more of a metropolitan city. Burke is more of a rural uh, county, but you're able to really I think jump between just those met metropolitan ideals, but also just being able to help rural people. Maybe that has something to do with your upbringing because I know you talk a lot about you know being someone who has been raised by the village. Yes, and uh, I can say that when I go to Burke County, I feel like I'm at home. I'm originally from Greenwood, Louisiana. And so I was raised in a Keysville and in a Waynesboro, Georgia, where family came first and family helped you throughout your lifespan. And so going there makes me feel like, like I'm back at home. And I just love the folks in Burke County because they support me and they know uh, that I stand with them as it relates to a lot of the senior issues that we have there. And then here in, in, in Hepzibah, in the Richmond County area, it is like an urban area. Uh, and so we look for, um, I look for a lot of more economic growth here because people work and live here also. But to deal with my farmers in Burke County and then to come and deal with a lot of the issues that we have here in Augusta, in the city, and making sure we have economic development, it's two different things. However, but I enjoy doing both. Talk about that because we have seen some strides that have been made here in Richmond County in terms of economic development, but I know you, you have a, a, a passion for that. Just talk about maybe some of the things that you envision happening you know, in this area. I would love, and first of all, I would just like to say this, uh, Mr. Macon, that to have the Cyber Center here, uh, here in Augusta as the site to be chosen uh, is, is at the height of where we are today. It's almost at the height of my career mm -hmm. because Augustus was chosen as the cyber center for the whole Southeast region. And I was able to vote on, on appropriation dollars to bring them here. And that is a really, really big deal. And to have the cyber center here, uh, uh, here at Fort Gordon, 
let you know that we're Fort Gordon is not going anywhere. We're going to be here, and all the jobs that will be created, thousands of jobs will be created here because of the Cyber Command. So I'm very, very proud of that. Uh, also, I'm very proud in Burke County uh, of Plant Vogel and the jobs that we have, we've had there, and we will continue to have. And soon as we finish with with uh, the, the reactors three and four, we're going to create a few more thousand jobs. So here in Augusta, we don't have a lot to complain about at the state capitol because um, we all have economic development going on here in both Burke and Richmond counties. When you talk about the cyber center, you're talking about a $50 million investment that's been made by the state. I mean, that we throw this word around game changer, but that certainly is, is going to be the case when you talk about the cyber center. They didn't put it in Savannah. They didn't put it in Atlanta. They didn't put it in Florida. I mean, you got places like Mobile, Alabama. They chose, they didn't put it in North Carolina. They chose Augusta, Georgia, and, and to think about that, I mean, is an achievement that, I mean, really any elected official in this area, you know, should, should take pride in that. I want to shift the conversation here because you're someone who, you know, who has worked for the, uh, has worked in education in the past, and I know education and affordable health care are really just primary keys, you know, when you, when you talk about serving the constituency. Talk about the importance of education and the importance of affordable health care. Having worked in the uh, Richmond County School System for 20 years, uh, as many of you all know, and also my husband for 20 years, we know the ins and outs of education as it relates to our children. Uh, a number one um, position that we have, both of us have, especially um, in uh, going into this next election, is to ensure that uh, the dollars are there for public education. Uh, I am not against charter schools and choices, but I am 100% for public education because the majority of our children go to public schools. And so we have to ensure that we put those dollars back in public education so that they can get a quality education. Um, as far as health care, currently today we have over 500,000 Georgians without health care. Expansion of Medicaid is so important, and that is one of the things I have been fighting for in the last 10 years is to get Georgia to expand Medicaid. And so by doing this, this, this will put uh, uh, over 500,000 people back to work. When people are sick, they can't work. And so we have to make sure that they have affordable health care, and I will continue to fight for that. That's why it's so important that you come out in November and vote and re-elect me because I want to be able to work with our new governor, uh, Stacey Abrams, if we put her in, because that would be the first thing that she does is expand Medicaid. And I want to, uh, uh, to make sure that we are able to do that to make sure that our folks can go to work and not be sick every day. You, you mentioned Stacey Abrams and had a chance to speak with her briefly when she, her tour stopped through uh, paying college. And I mean, and I've heard some of the commercials and had had even met Stacy previously, I mean, it's just such a great opportunity for the state of Georgia um, to have the opportunity to be able to elect her in November. And I'm sure certainly that, you know, that, that you all will work, work well. And even as we talk about, you know, a sisterhood of leadership, certainly Stacey Abrams is someone, you know, who fits um, in, in, into that ideal and into that understanding and just into really a movement that we're seeing happening, you know, uh, not only in Georgia, but I think just across the country. I want to ask you about, you know, when we, we look at, you know, individuals such as yourself, such as Miss Abrams, you all certainly have predecessors and mentors um, in leadership in public service. One of those individuals you had a chance to work very closely with. I want to ask you just about uh, the, the late, great love. We, we love her dearly. 
um, not just in Burke County, but uh, just throughout the nation, she made her presence felt, uh, Mayor uh, Emma Gresham. Having worked with her and having, uh, you know, just ha seeing, having seen her example, um, just talk about, you know, her legacy and just maybe some of the things that she imparted upon you with some of the things that she was able to accomplish for Keysville, for Burke County and beyond. Mayor Immigration was my, my, my mentor, my mother, my best friend. I loved her dearly uh, and I miss her so. But I tell you, uh, when I was elected in 206, she's the first person that came to me and told me that I'm here for you and I will support you and I'm going to teach you about Keysville and I'm going to teach you about Burke County. And, and so she did. She took me under her wing and, and I had been with her until the Lord took her home uh, this year. But she was a mother that, that, that I never had. My mother passed away when she was 48 years old. And so Mother Gretchen said, I, I will be your mother and I'm going to, to stay with you uh, until my time is done and I'm going to teach you all that you need to know about Burke County. She loved Keysville. And so she told me a lot of things about all the folks that were there and, and how I could help Keysville and Burke County. And I listened and I would go back. And one of the things that was, so, was very, very important was keeping our rural hospital open. And as you all know, there have been 16 hospitals closed throughout Georgia, rural hospitals. And my hospital in Burke County is just running on life support right now. And so I am working very hard in Atlanta to make sure that we keep our hospitals open. We're trying to find new innovative ways to, to do medicine now. Telemedicine is one of them. But I, I travel up and down the road a lot, and, and telemedicine is fine. But if something happens, a deer or something runs across the road, I need to be able to get to a hospital. And so if I'm in Burke County, I need to be able to go to Burke County Medical Center and, and so that they can... Uh, to assist me and anybody else that needs help. So that's one of the things that I am thriving for is to make sure we keep our rural hospitals open. And Mother Gretchen also uh, wanted to leave a legacy when she passed away. So we created an organization called Divas of Destiny. And this organization is uh, designed to help the children in Keysville once they graduate from high school, we assist them and going on to college. We do it monetarily, and we also hold ethics classes to teach them um, how to be, especially our young ladies, to be young ladies and to care of themselves. And we've done this now for six years. She loved this organization, and so uh, we will continue that legacy to take care of the young ladies and young men in Keysville. Powerful uh, commentary, just a, a great legacy. I can. I don't think y'all understand just how much we love Mayor Gresham. If you do not know that name, Emma Gresham, I challenge you, get on your phone, Google Emma mm -hmm. Gresham, and just found and just find out, you know, if you're in Richmond County, just how close you are to just such a, a great and, and 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 profound legacy, not just in uh, public service, but just in, in motherhood and just in just in mentorship. Glad to have on the show with us today. We we want to encourage you all. Um, look. November will be here before you know it. Involve yourself in the political process. Perpetually is the word I like to use. Make it a part of your daily life to inform yourself about some of the elections that, that are coming up. Learn, learn about the candidates. You know, um, 
Representative Frazier's line is always open. She loves talking to people. And, um, and we, we encourage you to do that. And we're just so glad to have you on the show today. Thank you uh, so much, Mr. Macon, for having me. And, and I would also like to encourage all of you all to, to go out in November and vote for State Representative Gloria Frazier. Send me back so that I can finish uh, a, a lot of this that I have started in the past. And remember, uh, you have to go out and vote for me. And if you don't go out and vote for me, I can't win. And so I need your support. And I look forward to working with you for another two years in the State House. Thank you. All right, so the episode just ended and you're mad. MAD making a difference, but you're also mad because the episode is over. But here's the deal. The movement continues. It continues on social media and far beyond. Social media, Facebook, Twitter. You can go to facebook.com backslash making M-A-K-I-N a difference show. And you can keep up with social commentaries. You can also know when the podcasts are coming out. You can also know when our video laws are coming out. And that's the way you can keep up with that is facebook.com backslash making difference show. You can also keep up with us on Twitter. My Twitter handle is difference making that's D I F F E R E N C E making M A K I N. If you want to follow the SoundCloud podcast, you can do so by going to soundcloud.com backslash making a difference. If you're interested in advertising with making a difference, you can shoot an email to making M A K I N a difference show at gmail.com. That's making a difference show at gmail.com. Thank you so much for your support. I love you guys. Peace and God bless.